Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Wrestle me, Mark. Wrestle me, P. Oh, I'm full of Bertram Muesli. Oh, why is nice. it Bertram? That, that's the name, it isn't it? It's just kind of yogurt. I'd and love to be a member of the Bertram up. family. <laughs> that's all I'll say. I bought you a drink. I walked. Oh. I walked uh, to the studio from my house. Yes. Today, Hello. And I went past the little um, Japanese stroke Chinese stroke Korean supermarket. Oh, on Holloway Road. Yes. Lovely. And I, oh, it, oh, it feels like a, it's a pouch um, in a it. breast. A breast implant. It feels like a breast implant. It does. Before uh, it, they put it into the body. It's a little fruit flavoured drink. I, I bought oh. this because I like the fact that it boasts on the front. 10%, and I presume that says 10% grape. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it's 90% not grape. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's um, It's Chinese, isn't it? Yeah. There's not a, there's not a liquor Japanese don't, in there. You don't see, you don't so see a lot of Chinese, Chinese stuff, food. Yeah. I think because uh, they are very poor <laughs> standards. Like a lot of like the booze you buy out there, beers and stuff yeah. are just copied beers. Got yeah. this if you. If you buy like an Asahi in... in this a, shop is a bit of a weird shop. <laughs> it's not got as many sort of like uh, display units, as you'd imagine. Mm. So it's got some shelves in the middle and there's stuff just on the shelves. <laughs> and it's a bit like, if you've ever been down to someone's like uh, mum who was really into bottling fruit, and in right. the garage, they'd built a sort of rack yeah. where the fruit is all on. Isn't this it's a the, bit like that? Isn't this the, the um, uh, isn't that the start of the film, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, about uh, the Korean family that parasite. lives in Parasite. Parasite. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking they're having plum juice. I have some, mm. I have some plum juice. I'm like, oh, that looks nice. I'd like some plum juice. Mm. Mm. That's, def- that's got some lumps in. Mm. Mm. And they're not lumps of grape, are they? That's just lumps of gelatin. There's lumps of, um, like, kind of... Oh, it's, it's goldfish. Um, it's worth saying as well, that shop, <laughs> you wouldn't notice it from the front because you're just like, oh, it's a normal sort of little Chinese mm. supermarket and everything. Big tank at the back, full of lobsters, live lobsters. Oh, yeah, cool. Mm. Lovely a little, uh, a little uh, thing going in. Uh, not... Is that legal? I don't do know. Yeah, can it be know. legal? Yeah, you can have uh, live... Very, very dirty shop. <laughs> very dirty. The sea is dirty. Oh, you've got to look after this lobster that you're about to kill. <laughs> Crazy. Fresh with quality. Fresh <laughs> for you and me. Fresh. It's got to be our North Eastern Co-op food store. That's how we like it. Fresh. That's how we give it to you. 
Every day, will you appreciate the way we put our reputation on your table? That song went on for ages. Put our reputation on your <laughs> table. table. I know. Can't, can't, we, old, can't we tell them lobster. about the biscuits or something? <laughs> no, we will kill ourselves if you don't like our delicious food. <laughs> Gary, what's going on? <laughs> Who wrote this jingle? Yeah, incredible. Welcome, welcome to the uh, greatest ultimate thrill ride of Gra- them all. Grapeist, we're having grape flavour. <laughs> Chinese drink. It's WrestleMania 33. Mm. We're having our grape drink in memory of Tian Bing, the first Chinese star to appear at a WrestleMania. And last, it seems. Um, <laughs> they couldn't do any business out there. Nope. The walls have come back down, so, so Tian Bing, very much a sacrificial lamb. Indeed, indeed. Um, we are looking at the first WrestleMania, Pete, to not feature Kane uh, since his debut. Oh, really? Yeah, he's gone away. It's also the first WrestleMania not to feature Howard Finkel who was the I voice see. of WrestleMania. Absolutely no reason why they dropped him. <laughs> right. Worth saying. He was, he was devastated by it. Absolutely oh, really? devastated. Oh, yeah. no. He was, uh, up, up until this point, he'd been on every single WrestleMania. He was the only person who had that distinction. Isn't Kane... Uh, was 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 Kane full time? Um, Kane, I think his boy. Uh, yeah, I think he was. Right, he was okay. certainly going on hiatus, and I think yeah. the politics was becoming a bigger part of of his life. Mm. Um, the uh, little uh, little uh, group of people commentating uh, includes um, obviously uh, uh, JBL. Mm. Uh, you've got Byron Saxton. Yes. Um, you don't have Mauro Ranallo, who was the voice of NXT and SmackDown, and he was uh, uh, very popular at this point. You know, a really good, exciting play-by-play announcer. Mm. He used to shout "Mamma Mia," um, which people found irritating quite quickly. Um, <laughs> but he wasn't at WrestleMania because he was in part uh, the victim of workplace bullying uh, by JBL. Um, he talks about it very openly. It he's, really affected his his mental such health. Such a fucking problem. JBL. Yes, he really is. But JBL was uh, awarded the prime uh, commentary <laughs> position uh, as a result of that. If you don't punish people mm. for the things they do wrong, how are they going to learn? <laughs> it's not JBL's fault that he is on WrestleMania. It's his fault he's a bully. Yeah, but it's not his fault that the bully is on WrestleMania. Mm. That lies with everybody who allowed him to stay. Rewarded him. Yeah. Mm. Tinashe comes Tinashe. out. Tinashe! She sings the national anthem. A lot of booze. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, we're in Florida. And a black woman is singing. She was... Um, the only wrestling connection I could find for her is between 2007 and 11. She was a member of the girl group The Stunners. Oh, um, but I don't think they were named to... after the stunner. Um, <laughs> the um... arrogant, arrogant title. What do you mean? Oh, here we are. Oh, What's our band called? Why are the they called stunner. the stunners? <laughs> oh, they're called the unbelievably fit. Yeah. Hello. I uh, I read her Wikipedia, and I, I, again, just a very basic pop star Wikipedia. I uh, did say um, she came out as bisexual on Tumblr in the noughties. Didn't we all, Mark? Didn't we all? <laughs> Some of that poetry I wrote tells us a thousand tales. <laughs> I wasn't on Tumblr, but I did. I just used to shout it from the rooftop. Um, I, I did. Let me make it clear. Grow up in a city. So <laughs> I was fine. Um, uh, Tanashi does add, add a little bit in, and it's a sort of interesting cultural moment. So she does the the America the Beautiful um, from sea to shining sea. And then she makes the decision to go, America. <laughs> she adds the word America in there. Not yeah. like I did it then. But she does add the word America in. Mm. And it becomes that thing about if you wanted a round of applause in a stadium, mm. you, you couldn't end up with the word C. Yeah. 
Well, we're going to applaud the damn sea. <laughs> but if you that's chuck not, That's to, quite simply non-America. <laughs> some of the sea touches places that ain't America. <laughs> but she adds the word America on, and of course it's a big sort of, you know, yeah. yeah they then go straight into a big thing where they're talking about its international appeal. And mm. I do sort of find that, you know, there are bits of it which, like the jets coming over and everything, if you are a big fan of the WWE who is, you know, for example, in the Middle East, mm. those bits you must sort of go, I don't know how they feel about me as a fan. Yeah, is that a drone? What's that? What's going on? <laughs> yeah. What's going on? Yep. Um, this, this WrestleMania was filmed with, I believe, a, quite a small amount of cameras. I think it was like 22. <laughs> Two, 22 22, cameras, which right. seems small, but they also had a drone. Yeah, oh, this. right. So, okay. yeah, I believe it's the first WrestleMania drone footage. Nice. Yeah. Like it. Um, they push the whole idea that this WrestleMania is is an experience. It's not so really it's all, yeah. quite so much in the early bits about the wrestling per se. Mm. It's all about that this will be a thrill ride and mm. an experience and you're sharing it with people all over the world. It's very much their attempt to just go, the thing we're slightly embarrassed about is what we do. <laughs> yeah. We like the fact that we're on a lot of telly and yeah. we like the fact that people buy tickets, mm. but the core part of our business is one yeah. that brings us it's shame. shame. Yeah. shame. The, the, there's the, the kind of WWE thrill ride kind of video that goes through. Yeah. Like, like you're going through different scenes from WrestleMania history. And 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 there's a bit where Paulie Dangerously and Brock Lesnar are kind of... They almost look like they've been caught. Oh, yeah. Like, because like, he looks like a big bit of chewing gum. And, yeah. and he, he sort of looks around and like, like they've been fucking or something. Like they've been doing something. He's like, oh, sorry. Hi. If, if, if Lesno does want to fuck you, I mean, he's going to fuck you. There is, there is nothing you can do about that. It's, um, it, I, I really like that opening. I thought it was really mm. exciting. I think there was, there was, um, it starts with John Cena at the top. And of course, John Cena is there to, essentially welcome you to a ride he can't yes. he can't be part of the ride and go this is exciting yeah. he has to stand at the top and sort of go it's going to be one heck of a ride and then he salutes you yeah because he's in the military he's in the military not really <laughs> it's a phenomenal opening when you start getting the other wrestlers coming into it mm. and, and it's just everyone's jumping in the it just works really really beautifully mm. this did make me exciting no other sport does video packages as well as as wwe there's just no. i mean you know again the darts, the patonk, the bowls, <laughs> uh, the beer skittles. Yeah, but but football. I mean, I mean, nobody does these sorts of adverts. Every time they have like a a, a pay per view, they essentially produce something which, if you were Nike and their opening was for your new shoe, mm. you would go, "Oh, that is a classic advert." But I guess it's kind of uh, wrestling kind of reinvents itself a little bit of the styles that's popular every seven or eight years. It's yeah. not like it's like football doesn't reinvent itself. You know, it's pretty much the same. For twenty years, and then yeah. something will change. You know, it, it's it's. Um, it is a thing about space. like if you if you were a football fan and you've mm. been in a coma for forty two years, yeah, you could watch a football match and you'd go, "This is football." Yeah. If you watched wrestling, you'd go, "I have been out for a long time, <laughs> and there have been numerous changes that I find absolutely mystifying." Um, out come the new day. They're the hosts of this year's WrestleMania. Um, someone's been in mummy's wardrobe, <laughs> and they have they have just dressed up with no rhyme or reason. <laughs> well, it's all due to um, Final Fantasy, of course. Isn't Video it? game, big big Final Fantasy fourteen. I think was the sponsor. I want to say because I think I did the I did an IGN release of the next one. I think yeah. So this remark. So the way that Michael Cole delivers, uh, I think there's a Moogle out there or a Chocobo. Yeah. 
that those those tortured pronunciations, yes. unsure at first, going for it, reminds yeah. me of doing that same job when I'm not really sure what anything Here is. Here come the new day. Please say the following <laughs> line. Um, <laughs> it really has that. Yeah. The, um, uh, the, there was, Doesn't want to fuck it up. Doesn't no. want to fuck it up. He's doing his best. There was a thing a few years back where um, uh, when they were talked about, um, I think in the wake of the death of Eddie Guerrero, mm. they had talked uh, about how the industry had cleaned up and a load of, I, th- I think, I think one of the wrestlers came forward and said, "Nowadays, um, everyone after the matches just goes straight back to our rooms and we play video games." And people at the time were just going, "This is complete bullshit." I mean, <laughs> I mean, it is just not true. And it became a sort of uh, a, 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 a easy sort of way of mocking people about, you know, they just used to say they'd go back and watch video games. What could be less likely mm. for WWE superstars to do than that? Yeah. And you can certainly see this year. This really is the year where you go. I think they do all now go back yeah. and just play video games. You've well, obviously got the New Day, who are huge gamers, mm. you know, Xavier Woods in particular. But you've also got a little bit later, you get Becky Lynch, um, who is dressed up as Aloy. Right. Do you know who that's from? No. I've written it down like Michael Cole. <laughs> we will get to it. Uh, I thought she was just, I thought it was the worst thing she'd ever done. <laughs> totally chaotic. And then I saw later, oh no, she was something. She was, was a thing. Some right, thought yeah, behind okay. it. There, well, well, obviously, um, when you watch WWE and the network, or the network on WWE, oh, <laughs> um, you keep getting hit by adverts nowadays for the Superstar Gaming Series, which obviously replaced yeah. all of their um, disparate um, personal Twitch things. And of course, Miz is front and centre. Oh, Miz is selling nothing. Miz is always in the middle of the most dull corporate <laughs> kind of parts of the operation, bless him. Playing the first video game he's oh, played since God. 1987. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, I, as much <laughs> as I love The New Day, they come out and it's a long entrance. Mm. And there's a bit where the crowd begin chanting, um, New Day rocks, you mm. know, uh, and Xavier Woods gets the the mic, and he kind of goes like that, and then kind of go New, Day, and he goes, oh, put the mic down, and I just thought to myself, I, this is not going to be a quick watch. <laughs> this is not a quick watch. <laughs> it, it, I started watching this. I watched this WrestleMania. I put it on at ten thirty in the morning, mm. and yes, there were moments where I went, I'm going to pause this, and I'm going to make a cup of tea. Yeah. But somehow it didn't stop until midnight. <laughs> and the the worst part of it, the entrances, there are so there's such a long ramp in this one yeah. that every entrance takes between five and eight minutes. And some people don't. A lot of people didn't get their entrance, like big entrance kind of like thing no, that happened. They're really, just yeah. walking. <laughs> just, I can walk, right? I don't need to sit. I don't need to pay yeah. nine ninety nine a month. <laughs> to see a man walk, just get get him in the ring, get him to do his job. This is a bit like going. I, I need to bill for travel if I come to work, yeah. right? No, you don't. No, you don't. Your work starts when 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 you're you're in the building. Yeah. Your work starts when you're in the ring. If you've not got a special entrance, please just please get, get there, there quicker. Mm. When you have that thing of going the new day of hosting. I was just like, this is just adding more time onto <laughs> something that already does not need time added. Um, first match, AJ Styles versus Shane McMahon. Um, AJ Styles was not originally going to be facing Shane McMahon. Right. He was, um, uh, they'd hoped that Shawn Michaels uh, would have a match with AJ Styles. They, right. They'd invited him to come out of retirement, uh, but Michaels just declined the offer. And so he ended up being booked against Shane McMahon. Um, you could tell from the little video that they put in this that this storyline 
did not have a great deal of build. Cobbled together yeah. really quickly. It was, I'm suddenly really angry about... Yeah, uh, you're, you're holding me down. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I am. Uh, do something to me. Uh, oh, hit you. <laughs> Can we go to WrestleMania? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's got that feel to it. Um, uh, there is something funny about sticking AJ Styles, though, with Shane McMahon. Is, is, a, is a way of the WWE finally accepting him and trying to push him as a big, big main eventer. Mm. Only real stars get to fight McMahon's at WrestleMania. Right. Um, it, it's like they've had him on probation for a few years since, mm. the, since his first debut. And over time, they've gone, it seems like he isn't like a spy from the independent scene. <laughs> it seems like he is doing things the way we want him to. And he, yeah. isn't, he isn't causing sabotage <laughs> or anything. So maybe we should accept him. Yeah. And they start to do that. Um, it's, it's like a big quarantine sec- session, isn't it? Where you, you import your dog. Completely oh. that. It is, it is a funny <laughs> thing as well, where you sort of go, we have finally decided to give you uh, the big match that you've been hoping for against the part-time son of the owner. <laughs> <laughs> there is a little bit of a, okay, you're going to have to work very hard to make this work to mm. some degree. Shane McMahon, um, he talked about the match uh, afterwards. He said, I was excited. AJ and I spoke about it and it was a good showcase for AJ as he was ascending and it was a really good spot. Funny thing about that, a lot of wrestlers prefer, if they don't have the main event, they want to be the opening match. Mm. The opening match, you can set the pace of the show. You can really stand out. Yeah. Um, it's it's a good spot to be in. Not a lot of wrestlers want to be the second match. Mm. Um, and you'll see in this one, there's an interesting story behind all that, but we'll get there. Um, uh, Shane said, I was just privileged to be in there with him and do that. And then we, what we were talking about is like, hey, let's do something that no one's going to suspect. He's one of the best in-ring performers. So I said, why don't we showcase that a little? He said, oh, that's great. And we started thinking about a couple of things we could do. Why, why don't we showcase a little the fact that you're <laughs> one of the best in-ring performers? <laughs> the very fact that there has to be something that you suggest. Yeah. You're really, really good Shall in the ring. Shall we score some goals this afternoon, lads? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do you, should we actually try and have a good match? <laughs> here? It does slightly tell you about the fact that, that you know, being brilliant at wrestling is not, not it's, necessarily it's, yeah, it's not, yeah, that's not can, necessarily the thing no, you're going to get to do no. and i think there's there's a funny thing there where styles comes out and actually he's obviously gone okay i've now proved myself mm. and when he comes out he's like the performer he was in new japan where he comes out and he's confident and brash and he's arrogant and brilliantly he looks at shane mcmahon like who the fuck do you think you are <laughs> being in the ring with aj style <laughs> Anytime you get something that has a little ring of truth to it in wrestling, it is always super effective. And that really makes this good. He treats Shane differently to how other wrestlers treat him in the ring. Mm. Normally, when you go against Shane McMahon, you have that thing of just going, he is a real threat. He's got such sick MMA skills. (laughs) His punching is lightning fast and deadly accurate. And people have that thing of going, he comes out once a year and kicks ass. And AJ Styles just has that thing of going, you are the greying son of the boss. Um, the boss is getting old. You are getting old. And this is humiliating for us both. Uh, Shane is actually very, very good in this match. Uh, he, he does a, quite early on, he does a sort of spinning back elbow into uh, AJ in, in the corner. And that surprises everyone. Not least AJ, who, who later gives him a receipt for it. He later does one on him. And I think it's a, a thing of sort of like, I did not like that. <laughs> that is... The spinning back elbow, you cannot control where it's going to land. Yeah. It, it, in proper MMA, the spinning back elbow can be a devastating knockout because A, it looks spectacular, mm. but B, you just do not see it coming. No. And there is a thing about if you're doing professional wrestling, 
you don't really want to use moves that your opponent can't see coming <laughs> yeah, yeah. because that's, that's how things go wrong. That's... Go very wrong. <laughs> oh, what's going to happen? His dad's going to shout him. You know, <laughs> that's the weird thing about it. I think but... when you go into a match with Shane McMahon, you do have that thing of going, he's never going to get fired for anything. Mm. And if it's bad, I am going to get the problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I'll be fired for it. But, it, the, but, but the, I've never seen Shane, I mean, we've, I guess I've only probably seen him four or five times. I've never seen a match I haven't gone, oh, it was quite fun. Always <laughs> good. Always good. Always he quite does good. work harder than, I mean, they always talk about like Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon is, is, would never ask somebody in his wrestling company to do something he wouldn't do himself. Mm. Um, obviously, there are limits to that. He is not going to throw himself off Hell and Cell, but he pretty much has done. Did he do that for Gronk? Did Gronk didn't want to jump off a, yeah, quite recently, WrestleMania yeah. 36, Gronk mm. didn't want to jump off a, a platform onto a load of uh, wrestlers underneath so Vince McMahon I think he was 74 mm. he showed him how it, how it could be done just he does it I, I think Shane McMahon has that same thing of I think Shane McMahon is at least aware that he is put in that position because of who he is mm. rather than what his abilities are but quite brilliantly he's always tried to rise to the task he isn't going to go in there and disrespect the business mm. the family business and all the people who work for them by not being as good as he can be one size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, in this match, I mean, I mean it's, it's got a sort of slow pace at the start. And then suddenly... It just picks up. So early on, AJ Styles throws Shane McMahon into the announcer's table. Mm. And Shane McMahon just sort of goes, time to defy the laws of physics. <laughs> as he's being thrown across the table, he's on his back. And halfway between, in the throw, he suddenly just picks up speed. And he's just <laughs> on his back. It's just like he goes into the table, boom, like that. I don't know how, it, how he does it. Um, there's not much back and forth in the match. So you, you pretty much get Styles just beating Shane McMahon down. Yeah. Shane will absorb the punishment. Those matches where they aren't back and forth 
always feel long. And mm. we see lo- all of them in this WrestleMania have these long sections where people are just being beaten down to no heat and then they'll eventually come back. Mm. What happens here, they, they announce is, you know, they really sell it and they're all talking about the heart of Shane McMahon and things like that. And they're, they're always going about how brave he is. And it sounds like two things. One is it's going the seed of our chairman is strong, <laughs> like the beloved chairman himself. Yeah. And it's also the sort of thing I think that Vince McMahon probably thinks about Shane McMahon, yeah. which is they think he's got a lot of heart. He's got a lot of, you know, courage mm. and everything. But it also suggests he might lack a bit of brains, talent and business <laughs> ability. Such heart. He leads with his heart. He, he's got to stop, but he just will not quit. And there's all those things where you sort of go, I think this is Vince saying, do make it clear that he is a dunderhead. <laughs> <laughs> Shane does some MMA submissions throughout this. Mm. That was always his thing about, oh, I'm legit. I'm not a pro wrestler. <laughs> right. um, he very much wanted Vince McMahon to buy a UFC. And at one point, it looked like that was going to happen. And uh, they were very much, I think Bellator also came into the mix. But Vince McMahon just said, no, I, I don't want to get involved. Mm. And that was the moment, I think, where Shane McMahon left WWE, where he was like, I, I had that all ready. Set it up, would have yeah. been a great idea. And I, I'm, I'm suddenly remembering I am, you know, totally behoven to my father. Mm. Out he went, struck out on his own. <laughs> came back <laughs> came back Hi, with, with no backstage role anymore uh, you're done to head um, they do a double clothesline spot that is as good as that spot has ever been done before it always looks crap when they both clothesline each other at the same time yeah. and lie on the floor and that one they hit each other so hard that both of their bodies sort of pivot up it's, um, it, it's a really really good little bit um, the referee gets knocked down and suddenly as the referee goes down the sun goes down mm. and the second the sun goes down the match just clicks mm. and it is so fast from that point. It goes into a really good gear. They do a coast to coast drop kick where Shane McMahon's uh, got a bin across him and AJ Styles comes out with a drop kick onto loves it. Bin. Loves your he bin. Loves your bin. He loves that bin. Loves the bins. Shucks it at AJ and hits him, does his <laughs> own one. Um, they just start going and you get two counts here and the two of them work so so well together mm. AJ Styles one of the best wrestlers in the world has been for probably the last five years maybe even longer he um, it just works really really well mm. with Shane McMahon he does his springboard forearm and McMahon grabs the arm as AJ comes off the uh, the rope and he just turns it into a DDT <laughs> it looks both sloppy and as a result really realistic and devastating mm. it's a really really sort of surprising move um, up goes Shane he does a shooting star press which he misses Shooting star press is one of those rare moves where it looks better when it misses than when it hits. It's yeah, more spectacular. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you hit it, you're like, it's a splash. Yeah. And you miss it, you're like, that was brilliant. I really, really enjoyed that move. The crowd begin chanting, this is awesome. And uh, Styles then pins him with a phenomenal forearm. I, I, I mean, it's a really good match. Mm. Really enjoyable. It. Yeah. Really great start. Mm. It was 20 minutes, I think. Didn't yeah. feel like it. Did not feel like it at all. Um, four stars it got from the Wrestling Observer newsletter, which was the highest rated match of the night. Oh, there you go. So you just have to realise that from now on in, it's all, <laughs> all downhill. <laughs> um, YouTuber Lily Singh, Pete. Yes. What's what's she? She is was on a lot of taxis and buses uh, about three years ago in New York City, I noticed. Um, our agent over at William Morris, Decano's agent, 
Um, the guy we talked to there, he had a, he's got a lanyard hanging up in his office with Lily Singh on it. Uh, <laughs> I'm empty. I'm absolutely empty. What does, what does the lady do? She's I, a YouTuber, but she's like, a, I think she's probably got a few TV shows as well yeah. off the back of YouTube. 1.8 billion views. One, yeah, one of those kind says of Says like, Michael Cole with his final fantasy notes. <laughs> other things he doesn't understand. One of those kind of like things that kind of like, one of those kind of acts where you sort of go, oh, they're spreading her very thin. They are just yeah. they're going, if we put on a TV show, Everyone is going to watch it because all of the... No, they won't. No, they won't. They never will. They never will. It's a bit like uh, WWE are setting up NXT India. That's the right. latest project. Oh, Come before the one that they've done uh, in the sort of, you know, the the Japan and China. Mm. Uh, Tianbing failed. Um, <laughs> they're, they're talking about NXT India. And part of the reason of that is they get um, a huge percentage of their YouTube views. Uh, come from the Indian subcontinent. Oh, is that right? Huge oh, amount, like you know, b- billions. Mm. Um, and so they've gone, oh, money in them thar hills. Yeah, no, <laughs> entirely Not- different way of accessing content. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. They're, 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 you're not paying for it if you do that. Either. No. So and and yeah. Match number two, Peter. Match number two. Kevin Owens versus the US champion Chris Jericho. Mm. <laughs> um, they uh, show the Festival of Friendship segment to set this up. And that, that, those segments, uh, often these sorts of segments involve Jericho, where yeah. they would do a, a set piece and, you know, it would be an angle thing. Um, they work very, very well when you see them clipped like this. Uh, and when you see them in, in, in real, the, yeah. in the real week, it goes out. Mm. They are fucking long. What, I mean, what is just Jericho just got to go and... They'll give him 25 minutes to stand there and go, I'm going to have a festival of friendship. Bring in my friend Kevin Owens. And he comes and he goes, Kevin, you're a good friend. And it will go on for 25 minutes. Really? And wow. you will be going, uh, please, will something happen? Please, please, please. <laughs> when you see it chopped down into... 25 seconds yeah you go that looked good that it's was like, it's great it's like Piper's Barbershop isn't it really it's exactly like kind of all like, of those yeah. you, you're um, you, you know Jericho has done a lot of these sorts of things they used to do them with The Rock a lot as well The Rock would do right. a concert or The Rock and Mick Foley would have a birthday party and they always look back on them and go some of the greatest sections of all th- yeah. yes they are if you see a, the highlights yeah there's a lot of shit <laughs> oh there. there's a lot of shit yeah. um, it's funny that this whole angle uh, Kevin Owens then turns on, on Jericho mm. during the Festival of Friendship it is funny that it's about two men one of whom I think is in his 50s by this point <laughs> and it's about them like being upset that they aren't best friends <laughs> just, you know like, it's just weird it's just weird but Jericho does have a great gimmick at this point which is you made the list so he has the list yeah. where he writes people down exactly that really nice and there's a nice reveal that they show in this bit where you know Owens has got him a new list mm. and he says but, but why is my name written on it and yeah. he turns it over and it says the list of Kevin Owens and Kevin Bang. Owens gives him a thing nice simple stuff that feels to me like quite an old fashioned wrestling angle yeah that that's like sort of mid 90s for me and it worked nicely I thought it was rather sweet well I mean then Jericho turns around and says you just made the list and then he writes the name Kevin Augers on there <laughs> He can't write. Maybe that's another guy who wants to send a message to <laughs> through television. Two for the price of one. Um, this this angle became so hot that Vince McMahon actually told Jericho that it could be the main event uh, of the upcoming WrestleMania 33. He All said, right. he said um, I, want, I want you to beat Kevin Owens for the universal title that he has in the main event of this WrestleMania. Um, he was like, this is a turn up for the books. Yeah, Jericho said um, at one point it was slotted to be the main event. In the eyes of Vince McMahon... Um, a main event is a main event from a business perspective. I don't know what he's talking about there. <laughs> uh, he said, but to be on second with this angle that we had, 
where it was designated at first. I was told by Vince, you are going to win the world title from Kevin Owens in the main event of WrestleMania. Three days later, he changed it to Brock versus Goldberg and didn't tell me. So <laughs> it was a hot angle. They thought mm. it was going to main event. It didn't. I love Kevin Owens. I think he's mm. absolutely brilliant. The reason I love him is because he is Kevin Owens. He doesn't have that thing of feeling like he's been through a million hands and he's been polished and he's been changed. His character is he is Kevin Owens, who is a Canadian who is sort of got a bad streak, but is essentially, you know, sort of moral. I, mm. I, I really just like him. Yeah. He's, a, he's not a muscle man. He's a pro wrestler. And that's been missing for a long time. I think there's something about him as well when he's doing his his drawing off. He seems, it always seems real. Yeah. He never seems like he's reading from a script. It seems like it's coming from him. He is a very bright guy. He's very, very good on the mic. And I think he's just a really, really strong talent. The other thing I'd forgotten about is how good Jericho looked at this point. Yes. He, in three years. Wow. It's, it's he's a, not on uh, WWE money change, anymore. <laughs> isn't it? Look, you know, time is a fucking bastard. But, it's a shithead. Yeah, but, yeah. But three years ago, this is Pete, he just, looked amazing. He's a noted Trump supporter. Yeah. I just think this is a wonderful little kind of like metaphor for America. <laughs> like at the end of Trump's thing, he is a fucking wreck. He has this kind of aged rock star with kind bile of just, and fear. Just, honestly. Yeah. It's a QAnon. The, 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 the um, Y2J now is, is a QAnon version of what he was here. Yeah. Well, um, you know, he's. he's Big thing this week, uh, and by the time this goes out last week, mm. um, he uh, has his podcast. Uh, he's been doing a big thing where he's inviting conspiracy theorists in. That's right. And he yes. keeps on doing this. And mm. If you keep doing that, what you're not doing is, we don't have fucking conspiracy theorists on here. No. It's all shit. It's all a load of crap. <laughs> we don't even have theorists. <laughs> <laughs> also, it means booking people and we're lazy. <laughs> but, you know, he keeps on bringing these fucking people back. Mm. You know, it would, just, it would just be like, if you said to someone, are you obsessed with human shit? And you were like, no, of course I'm not. And you go, it's just every three weeks you invite around a guy who shits everywhere. Yeah. And, and you roll in the shit. Yeah. And you're like, well, no, it's important to, you know, cover all of the angles, isn't it? You know? I know men of advancing years. They're in their sort of mid 40s and they um, they write a lot of, like, they're very chatty with women online. <laughs> Publicly chatty. Oh, yeah. Uh, and they like a lot of pretty girls' posts and they do this and it, and. It's very public. Yeah. And I imagine their partner's got to go, are you still interested in me? <laughs> because you seem to just comment on a lot of people's posts. You know, it's just... I like as well the, the, the whole fact of people going, but it's out in the open, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, so it's out in the open. I'm not like, hiding anything. No, so exactly, yeah. Yeah, I know, but... Yeah. <laughs> That's that's also like many wank at women in parks. They're not hiding, are they? They're also out. You know, uh, you can't complain. I think the one thing that you sort of uh, do with this this match, because um, uh, as you said, it was going to uh, maybe going to be uh, the main event. I can see why they made that big inflatable Y two J list. Yes, I was like, where's that it comes massive. out? Where's that now? Yeah, where's and, that list? That is again. You know, just just. It's something that is so lost in the whole show. You just glance at it. Yeah. It's a great big sort of inflatable that is on the, the, the stage as, as Jericho mm. comes in. But you see it for, I would say, two seconds. Mm. That is a waste of money. That is a waste it's of Kevin money. Kevin Org is written on the back. Um, <laughs> it, it didn't... It, 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 it just doesn't click this match. Mm. It's, it's a strange one. It doesn't feel really like a WrestleMania match. Mm. It feels like a regular match that you'd see on SmackDown that was quite good. Mm. But it's almost like there's just something sort of missing. So Jericho talked about it. He said, I thought the match with Owens was good, but it seemed a, a little bit missing. The problem with us is we were on after Shane and AJ. 
which is funny because the year before was me and AJ, and we were on after the ladder match. Uh, we were second both years. I was like, fuck, I wish I was on first, because the AJ match was good. Once again, the people are so into it at first, so the second match is hard, no matter who you are. I thought the match was good. I was very surprised when I saw Kevin Owens after, and he's told me that Vince had told him it was one of the worst matches in WrestleMania history. <laughs> On the Network Series 365, you get to actually see the moment where Kevin Owens comes back after this match. Um, he looks frustrated as he comes out. Mm. And the match itself, it just didn't quite click. Yeah. They had had such a hot angle mm. that this should have been an absolute tore the place down. Um, it didn't work like that. As he came through, he went to approach Vince, who was sitting at the gorilla position behind the, the curtain. And Kevin Owens asks, are we good? And McMahon just looks at him and says, no. <laughs> and that's it. Kevin Owens looks so devastated and he just has to wander off. Um, I almost, you know what? I almost, as a needy fucker, I almost appreciate that. Yeah. I almost, are we good? Absolutely no doubt. Yeah, there's no doubt. Because mm. I would always have that doubt in my mind that he's just being nice. Or, I know he's never going to be nice, but yeah. I'd just be like, oh, man, that's fucking... But if he says no... You you know, there are a million reasons why a wrestling match is bad. It's not a bad match. Mm. It's uh, uh, Jericho said he wanted Kevin Owens to be this type of heel. And Kevin was doing a lot of stuff off the top rope and flashy moves. And Vince did not want that. I think Vince had a hard on for him at the time. And it would have been very hard. You see, Vince never said anything to me about the match, ever. Mm. Not once. Never said anything like that. Never said it was the worst match in WrestleMania history. Never said a word. We talked about it the next night. We didn't go into detail. But he just went, yeah, yeah, yeah. Overall, he said, it was very hard to put on a match that would live up to the hype of the match. But, you know, it's all about the story of getting there. The match was cool, but I'd rather have a great story and an okay match than an okay story and a great match. I I'm not sure that's no, right. Not, I, I, no, I don't that's think that is right. No, <laughs> I think what that is is a disappointment. And the other one, you've overachieved. Yeah. So I think definitely overachieved. Mm. Um, uh, Vince told Kevin he had to lose weight. And he said, this is terrible and you don't know anything. Uh, Jericho said I've been through that Vince told me you're as green as grass you're not worth the paper your contract is printed on back in 1999 so I told him uh, Kevin Owens you are now going through the Vince boot camp stick with it because you'll be okay do I think we had a great match no do I think it was one of the worst matches in Wrestlemania history absolutely not um, Kevin Owens later then talked about the match and he said that um, he felt the match was a failure because it wasn't what Vince McMahon wanted it to be um, he said it wasn't what the show needed and uh, he referred to that match as a career low. It's amazing. You can watch that match and you just go, it's really good. You know, yeah. but it's perfectly Enjoyable. fine. There I is like, something I like missing. this t-shirt. Yeah. Like it's K.O. Mania 2. It's great. Kevin Owen said, uh, I think a lot of what we said needs to stay between Vince and I, actually. But it wasn't just that night. There was so much over the months that happened after that that made me question myself as a performer mm. and question my place in WWE and then ultimately affected my life in every aspect because I am so passionate about this. Oh, Kevin. He said, the weirdest part of it was up until that point, everything was going great for my first two years there. I started in WWE. I was working with John Cena right away and we were killing it. And I kept going up and up. I went from that to the Intercontinental title, to working with Dean Ambrose, to our first WrestleMania, and me and Sami Zayn had our story going, and then the Universal title. So it was like everything seemed to be going up and up and up, just like anybody in this industry would want it to. And I would always come back to positive, literally always come back to positive feedback <laughs> until that one night, and then everything switched. After that, it was like trying to catch up. At one point, I felt like, and I'm not saying that other people or Vince or anybody were making me feel this way, I just felt like I wasn't doing anything right. 
because I was trying to find myself after WrestleMania, after that match. I tried to kind of change things about my personality or my character or whatever. And even the way I wrestled to be more in line with what the company needed me to be or what the show needed me to be. But it was hard because I wasn't finding it. And you know, if anything, I still feel like I'm struggling to find it. Um, oh. It's been hard for me to find that balance. It's been a struggle since that moment. That's I'd really say. I, that's unnecessary. It is that funny thing about you go out and you do you do a match and you know someone says to you you're doing it wrong, you're doing it wrong, and you go, but I did it everything as I've done the last two years. Yeah, and presumably this is just Vince. He was excited about the match. He was excited about the angle so much so that they were going to, was going to be an event, and and it just came to pass that it you know he took it, Vince it, it took it personally. Never going to, right. He took it personally. He takes it personally because he goes, I thought that you were going to be great, mm. and you. You've let me down. Part of that is if you're a bad guy, you're not supposed to be doing flashy moves because you're not supposed to be winning the crowd over. Right. And I think Vince has got that quite dated now mm. idea where you just go, you were out there like an acrobat and there was no difference between you and Jericho. Mm. You know, you had to be the bad guy and you should have been savage and you shouldn't have been showing off. And presumably, you know, he just sort of went, that's it. I, I was backing you 100% <laughs> and you have let me down. You Wild. can see why people talk about WWE as being a bit like a cult. Mm. Where Vince McMahon is this father figure who everybody is desperately trying to please, yeah. but who don't really know how to please him. We've seen over the years, the more you try and please Vince, the less he will respect you. Yeah. And the l- less you please him, the more he will respect <laughs> you. Unless you're Kevin Owens, in which case if you displease him, he is very, very unpleased yeah, with you. <laughs> it's really strange. Poor so, Kevin. Well, especially because like they were showed pictures of Kevin Owens when he was a kid with um with a with a white J T shirt. I, I I'm led to believe that if Vincent Mann could have approached him when he was that age, Vincent Mann would have slapped him in the mouth <laughs> um, solely because he knew what was about to happen. It's tragic. Oh, it's tragic. Well, this has been the second in what will no doubt be quite a few uh, yeah. <laughs> episodes yeah. of uh, WrestleMania uh, 33. We're back uh, next week with more of this if that's alright with you yeah let's end it on a really happy note right. um, let's think of hey look a cat and a balloon eh yeah but the cat might get his fingers in the balloon and god like the balloon goes down its throat know, sometimes <laughs> sometimes when cats eat stuff like that you have to pull it out of their bum in the yeah end. and it comes out and, it, and a little bit of poo uh, might go on your hand oh it would flick definitely because of the elasticity yeah. of the balloon yeah. Yeah. fucking yeah. terrible on your mouth your eye This was a Stakhanov production and part of the ACAST Creative Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.